0: Hello, George here. Before we start this emergency podcast episode, I have a huge favour to ask you all. You may have seen, if you're on our mailing list, that Guns on Pegs, in association with Licitz, launched our annual survey of the shooting community last week. The game shooting census takes a yearly snapshot of the habits and views of guns, while the shoot owner census does the same for people who own and manage shoots. We carry out the census in collaboration with Basque GWCT and the Countryside Alliance, And I cannot stress enough how helpful these are for all the parties involved and therefore for shooting as a whole. So before you go any further with the podcast, get the appropriate census to you. Open on a different tab and complete the survey while you're listening, please. You'll be finished before this shorter episode of the podcast is over. For the game shooting census, go to bit.ly slash game census and for the shoot owner census go to bitly census. i'll also put the links in the description i'll leave a little pause for you to do that now right on with the show Hello and welcome back to the Guns on Pegs podcast. This is an emergency episode. Uh, we said at the end of the previous episode that we'd be back in uh, a couple of weeks with a new episode, but in fact, that wasn't quite accurate, was it, Chris? Perhaps you can explain why. <laughs> Am I taking all the blame for this? Yes, yeah, it's, it's totally your fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a bit of a cop out, really. I'm just a bit busy, uh, but the reason I'm, <laughs> the reason I'm a think, bit... Yeah, it's a bit of an understatement. <laughs> 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 um i'm getting married on friday finally like the 15th attempt uh it's one of those massively COVID hit hit weddings i think i've mentioned it before it's getting a bit boring now um but um you yeah, am getting married on friday uh so we've got a mini stag do tomorrow night which my brother-in-law has organized uh, uh and then we're off on honeymoon um and yeah so it basically makes this week a little bit trickier just to get a pod out and I also, there's something else I haven't mentioned. I feel a bit awkward mentioning this on air, but it's kind of relevant to my busy week. But um, I'm becoming a dad in November, which um, sounds really weird, me saying that. Um, but we're also going uh, <laughs>
0: to... You'll never get used to it. It still, I, it still sounds weird when I say I've got twins. I still don't quite believe it, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we've known about that both these bits of news for a while in the team. But, um, yeah, on behalf of all of us and and all the listeners I guess huge congratulations on both counts.
1: Oh, cheers mate yeah it's it's very exciting it's quite daunting we've got the week this week with my sister and um and my brother-in-law and they're two little children I must say it's like a baptism of fire I'm like oh my god are we ready for this <laughs> um but uh, we we hopefully find out the gender of this future child on Thursday so Wednesday stag do Thursday hospital visit Friday Friday wedding Saturday honeymoon uh, so yeah, we're rushing out a real quick fifteen minute pod before I uh, get and sort out wine <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> uh, um, and where's the, the honeymoon to? Uh, we well, obviously we're staying in the UK. Uh, we're not yeah. one of those footballers heading off to
0: Dubai. Um, so a bit of salmon fishing or something, uh, mate. We I, I want to be in a white robe <laughs> sitting by a swimming pool doing nothing else. <laughs> uh, that that's an equally valid choice. <laughs> Yeah, so so instead, right? What we're going to do is just give everybody a very quick interim episode to keep you going until we can record another proper episode with a with a guest. That's the plan, isn't it?
1: Indeed. Looking forward to the next one. We'll get. We, we, yeah. Well, we've got quite a few stacked up in the in the diary, haven't we? So yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah.
0: So before we kind of go on to to the sort of main meat of this, Chris, in the previous episode, we mentioned that we'd got a few days. Lined up. So yesterday, I I need your help with a a bit of a mystery. Yesterday, I was at Truly Simulated, which is this terribly fancy sim shoot in Oxfordshire that you may have come across. I have uh, heard of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I mean, it was a pretty amazing day, really. Uh, Miles, miles beyond my skill set as a bang average gun. But yeah, I've got this mystery that I want your help to solve. We fired a lot of cartridges, as you do on lots of sim days. I mean, but well over two slabs. Right. Um, I was told to take 150 cartridges for the first drive and ran out <laughs> uh, about 10 minutes before the whistle blew. Um, hey, so hold on, there's a... a fine for that, surely? We've, we've talked a lot about fines recently. has got to be a fine I've, for that. I, I followed the instructions given to me by the shoot captain. That means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You've always got to go over-prepared. But anyway, so you ran out. So I ran out, but uh, only ran out of cartridges on the first drive. I still had some left at the end of the day, but... Um, Uh, Obviously, firing lots of cartridges, you expect a bit of a sore shoulder uh, the next day. Yeah. And there's a bit of a bruise on my shoulder. But can you explain to me the location of the bruise that I sent you a picture of this morning? Absolutely Um, no, not at all. Like No one's ever (laughs) seen a bruise where you have a bruise. (laughs) So yeah, for the benefit of the tape, it's basically on the back of my arm. It's on your tricep. Yeah, it, like it's there is no <laughs> physical way of mounting a gun, even if you mount it completely wrong, of, of achieving I've, a bruise there. Sort of, i genuinely baffled. If you
1: had video right now, you'd see me trying to do some awkward actions to see if I could get the, the butt of a gun onto my tricep. And I don't, unless you're like
0: firing at your feet and holding it with the other hand, I don't know how you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in order to take a picture of it, I have to point my elbow at the ceiling. So that should help people to understand where are you sure Bruce you didn't is. like bash it on the way home or something and <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the shooting. I'd have have to have done it pretty hard and I'm pretty sure I'd have remembered. Um so maybe there's like some uh doctors or something out there who'll explain something to do with like the shock waves traveling through my <laughs> through my arm or something. It I am genuinely genuinely baffled by it. It it makes no sense it's at just all. Just a little bit weak but, George.
1: You're not used to it, are you? Well
0: yeah, I mean I did come up with an article idea as I was struggling to to lift the gun on the final drive that um maybe there's something in fitness for for people who want to go shooting. You know like uh dumbbell weights for your left arm or something. Have you seen that
1: video going around of the guy who was uh he oh, was using swinging a broom
0: handle in the gym
1: yeah. <laughs> he was swinging a heavy weight in the gym. <laughs> It was absolutely priceless. We've got to share that on social media again. I've got this
0: great image now in my head of uh, you know the the local pure gym or whatever, um, full of uh, blokes in plus fours. Uh, well, he, he was swinging in, in September, <laughs> indeed, and he was he was swinging the uh, he was swinging
1: the uh, the weight, uh, and obviously because it was like. It was was like 20 kilos or something. He couldn't get it up very high. So it just just looked like he was constantly swinging through the line at my head. (laughs) (laughs) And it made made you not want to stand anywhere near that guy. But um, yeah, it was a good one.
0: So, I mean, yesterday was pretty amazing. And and as I say, I think we fired, I think I fired well over two slabs of cartridges. And then obviously we had our team away day strategy session and then a, a morning's shooting clays together. And I reckon we probably got through a few rounds there as well.
1: We did. I mean, I, I spent oh god, we that was, so that was at Penn Sport last Monday, and uh, that was the most awesome strategy session ever. We met at the uh, met at the pub on Sunday night, uh, on Sunday afternoon. A few of us who made it watched the football. They made a round of golf strategy day, and the next day went shooting. So it was a three day sort of team session. <laughs> and at and at Penn Sport, they uh, they stuck us on this high tower. Uh, and um, I think you were off on the other side at the par- at the time, and I, I I stood there with Frank and and, and Digby and my dad, and uh, they sent this clay out wide on the right, and it was a hell of a height, and I just got absolutely ridiculed by the others. I couldn't connect with it, and I just shot <laughs> and shot and shot, <laughs> and eventually I got it, uh, but not before the, uh, the the safety the safety catch on my uh, my trusty old Henry Atkins side by side broke, so I was having to <laughs> having to like stick it back off safe in between first and second barrel which is just infuriating so that's that's now in tremendous
0: yeah but um yeah so i so i think i probably fired a thousand cartridges in the last week which i've not done the maths but i reckon that's probably more than i'd fire in you know five or six seasons at home (laughs) on the shoot it's a good advert for working at guns on pace isn't it it is and you'd think that with all that banging i might have improved but i think If anything, I've got worse. (laughs) It's like golf. When you play it too much, you just get worse, isn't it? You you get a fault and then you develop
1: that fault into something which you can't get rid of.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Right. So I think I've been suitably ridiculed uh, for now. Um, So, Chris, let's just do a quick update for everybody on the party at the game fair. Uh, And then you can go off and get married and stuff.
1: Indeed. Well, um, so obviously there was quite a bit of chat last week and uh, we had that awesome bit of correspondence from Tom Naylor-Davis. Um, he, he, he was the guy who got in touch uh, and talked about his daughter, Bethany, and her Shetland pony, Velvet. Um, and it was racing in the Shetland pony Grand National at the Game Fair. And for those of you who've seen it, it's quite, it's quite a fun watch. Uh, they race each of the three days. Um, so on the last pub, we talked about sponsoring the horse and we we asked Tom on air and I hadn't spoken to him I had a chat with him literally half an hour ago uh and we asked on the on live on air if we could change the name to your awesome suggestion of, uh change the name of the horse to what's that you're drinking <laughs> which is just <laughs> genius <laughs> anyway you'll be really pleased to hear George uh Tom loved the idea uh, he's got to do some asking. So apparently there could be forms to fill in. There's all sorts of red tape. You know, uh, there's like. always forms. Yeah, but I think there's a couple. I mean, there's also his daughter who he's, he's just got to get this by. <laughs> 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 but he's trying really hard. And he said to us, right, send us your, um, he said to us, send us your logo. And so we sent you the Guns on Place podcast logo. And he's going to have it stitched into Bethany's breeches uh, for oh. The, for the Shetland pony grand national at the game fair. So this is absolutely awesome. So that and in return what we what we've committed to doing is making pretty decent donation to the uh, to the Bob Champion Cancer Trust which is the which the Shetland pony grand national runs in aid of um and so that's how this is all happening but i'm super excited so tom's gone away firstly to get the logo stitched on but secondly to see if we can change the name of velvet to what's that you're drinking <laughs> which oh, i'm so, so excited about that so we're <laughs> going to get it all over social media and basically if you're at the game fair we need you there cheering on bethany
0: because this yeah, is can you imagine this is hundred people shouting what's that you're drinking <laughs>
1: This is so good. We need, we really obviously want to be cheering her on. We need as much support as we can for Bethany. So get down there. Uh, it's on each, she, she'll be riding on each of the three days at the game fair. So if you're going, you won't miss her. Um, are, there, are there bookmakers?
0: I can't remember. Oh, God, there's an idea, George. I mean, yeah, I'm not suggesting that we should run a book, but if there is a book, <laughs> I'm definitely putting a few quid on her. Why can't we run? I mean, I suppose it's, you've got to know a thing or two, don't you? And there's, Yeah, I think you probably need a license. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure illegal bookmaking. How 2021?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, that's happening. Uh, There's been loads of other stuff going on behind the scenes as well. Um, But uh, we've also got a band, got a band called Dexter. And they're awesome. They're all sorted. They're coming, had confirmation. Um, It's a five-piece band. They've got male and female vocals and they've got uh, vocals and they've got an awesome, like, back catalogue of songs that they've got so we're gonna have a it's really a covers band right so
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna know what know the music and, and
1: they've got enough to sort of like go on through the evening so they'll start early with all the classics and it'll get later and later and get into get more and more rowdy so yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be awesome this they're, they're just great. are they the ones are they playing your wedding as well <laughs> i haven't i haven't really approached that conversation yet so
0: if they listen to this <laughs> <laughs> no it'll be too late by the time this goes out you'll be hitched
1: Oh, yes. No, no, no. Big party next summer. We're having a proper party, you know, wedding split over over sort of three years because it was like the wedding that didn't happen, the wedding that did happen and then the party, but not the wedding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good way of doing it. But yeah,
1: very good. So um, I I don't know. I don't know when we're going to get to it. But the um, uh, I must also tell you that. uh, So guest list, we've talked about 300 and I've also spoken to the game fair. I've spoken to Tim Madden's we think we can up this number quite considerably if the weather is okay, because the sides are going to be off. So Ah, essentially... it's not indoors. Well, indeed, yeah. I mean, there's no... Hopefully, fingers crossed, and it does look this way, there's not going to be any COVID restrictions, but essentially, we can accept pretty much as many people as we like, but if you're on the guest list, then you get free drinks from the Borders Distillery. So that's the crucial bit. Um, Yeah. yeah. If you want to be having some of those awesome drinks we had on the last pod... Uh, you need to be on the guest list and i know that you've added loads of people to the guest list in the last few I days i have i've
0: had some i've had some really entertaining emails from various different people uh looking to get their hands on some tickets for the party um i wanted to share just one uh, with everyone uh it rather tickled me um and it's from Fred not the fred from series 2 who is being black by, blackmailed by his brother this is a genuine fred <laughs> um and actually fred as i know has been listening to a podcast for a long time he often uh messages me on facebook and that kind of thing so i know he's a loyal listener um so he wrote um hi george as i wallow in my bath listening to the podcast which is a distressing image but we'll let it pass um (laughs) i find myself trying to figure out a way to wrangle myself tickets to the party i don't have many anecdotes and i have no talent so not much to offer there but the thought occurs to me that you claim not to be a highly accomplished shot as evidenced by my weird bruising. Um, And after 25 years of shooting, I most certainly am not. So how about a shit shot shootout? I like what he's doing. If you can use your contacts and influence, we could get on a stand on a couple of clay traps with 25 not too difficult birds. They need to be not too difficult, as I suggest we do it with a 410, if you can rustle one up at the show, and with a couple of boxes of cartridges to add a little spice and to mess with the concentration it could also be timed so we can see who is truly the shittest shot in the shit shot shootout (laughs) Try saying that after a couple of drinks (laughs) um then to add some further spice the loser would have to buy the winner a bottle of steaming billy vodka and get tick and i would get tickets to the party what do you reckon are you man enough for the challenge Fred, I've got to say, I love the idea, and I'm very keen to take you on. And as I've said, suggested, um, based on my shooting yesterday, I'm pretty confident that uh, I would be the shittest shot by quite a long way. But I think at this stage, uh, with what is it, just just over a month to go, I think it's going to be a bit of a challenge to get it lined up in time for the game fair. So I will take you on, but at next year's game fair. However. You can, of course, come to the party. You're on the list. Uh, and, of course, you're now ordained into the most noble order of the Garters. Yeah, good idea, Fred. I like
1: it. I like it. It's it, As you say, George, probably a little bit tricky right now, unless someone comes up with something
0: that just makes it easy for us to... We've got so much going on at the game, though. Um, yeah, presumably, yeah, like, maybe one of the gun makers. They, they all have... Uh, there's the clay line behind them, isn't there? Well, if
1: if someone like I don't know, if someone like Rob Fenix listens to this from E.J. Churchill, they organise in the clay line. Then they would be able to make it happen. It's just we've got to, we'd have to make a few phone calls and stuff like that. But look, keep them coming. Um, war like this. Uh, so yeah, they, this is what makes this is what what is going to make the game fair so much fun. All these silly little ideas.
0: But um, yeah. hey, have you seen George? Have you seen that latest draw on Tweedle? Is a uh, I think I saw something, but I was I've I've been you know I was out yesterday and I've not really been been looking very closely at these things.
1: Okay, so t- so Tweedle for those that aren't aware of it is a is a raffle platform with lots of sort of awesome related shooting related prizes. Their latest draw is raising money for the Country Free Trust, which obviously the party is doing a lot for as well. Basically, everything in the party raises money for the Country Free Trust, and there's a big raffle going on there as well. But on this draw on tweedle, you can win a luxury farmhouse for 16 people for the game fair weekend just down the road from Ragley Hall where game fair is being held. That
0: knocks a tent into a cocked hat, doesn't it?
1: I mean, straight after uh, restrictions eased and all the rest of it. I mean, and it's a hell of a farmhouse. It includes 16 tickets to the game fair and 16 lunches in Tim Adam's Nice and World restaurant. And I've just had a thought that we should throw in 16 guest list invites to the party as well. So essentially, like you're getting it. yourself like a mate's weekend, like a hell of a weekend.
0: Um, so wh- how, how much are tickets?
1: So it's 25 quid for a ticket, but there's a maximum of a thousand that can be sold. Okay. So your odds are pretty good. And obviously that 25 quid goes straight to the Country Food Trust. Tweedle aren't taking anything out of this. This is all for the Country Food Trust.
0: Oh, so yeah, people should go and buy like 10.
1: Well, indeed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, then it's 250 quid donation to the CFT.
0: Yeah. Um, Perfect. so yes
1: going into the draw on Tweedle and then we'll see you and your 16 mates at the game or your 15 mates at
0: the game fair if you win that yeah, I, that's, that sounds like an epic weekend by the way I mean some serious headaches I think probably you're going to have to sack off working to enjoy it properly but <laughs> um, very good great well I think that's um, just about it for the update so um, yeah Chris I think you'd better I do. head off haven't you? I'm,
1: gonna, I'm heading off to the wine shop to buy some more champagne for Friday, we're, we've decided we're a bit short because, you know, didn't realise that these things are often thirstier than the average dinner party. <laughs> 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 oh, and then I must, I'm going to send you a picture of some of the wines we've lined up for the wedding. And I can get away with it because it's a small one, but it's going to be the Pontius. what's that you're drinking ever.
0: I'm determined to top Richard Cross's drink he brought to the pub the other <laughs> week. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds amazing. I really hope that one of your toasts from your best man or whoever uh, at the... Uh, at the wedding um, is what's at your drinking.
1: That's a good idea.
0: So one of my
1: best, I've actually got two best men. One of my best men is also best mates with Richard Cross. So that's going to, that's going to tie in very
0: nicely. <laughs> Great. So um, thanks for tuning into this little update. Sorry about the slight hiatus in the, the proper episodes. Um, we will be back in a few weeks time with uh, when, you know, when Chris is back from honeymoon and all that sort of stuff uh, with another full length episode and some more cool guests uh, hope this tides you over until then and until that time thanks very much for the listening and goodbye see ya you can cut that last see ya I
1: don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely staying in